Another intriguing week in the Prem as Aston Villa and Everton come back down to reality. United lose at home to Arsenal, and Jota makes a clear case to start over Firmino. We're down here in the Rat Tail Bunker in Barbershop Studio, and this is the Boys and Bolos podcast. Welcome back to the Boys and Bolos podcast. We're down here in the Rat Tail Bunker and Barbershop Studio, and I'm with my good friend, longtime friend, Long time, good time. <laughs> long time, good time. <laughs> Jared Carpenter. Long like, time, good time. Long time, good time. I feel like that sounds like it's out of that movie. <laughs> I try to mix up the intro every once in a while. Oh, you threw me off that time. I like that's the main objective every time. Yeah, creepy. I like it. Well, we got a, a returning guest. A return, a veteran. A veteran. A veteran. A fr- a good, uh, the first friend of the pod. The real friend of the pod. <laughs> friend of the Jeffrey, first friend of Jeffrey the pod. W. Cronin. <laughs> Jeffrey That's w. correct. Cronin, yes. I He's got it right. For a long time, I thought Cronin's middle name was... Winner. Wheeler. <laughs> Wh- Williamsburg. I, no, it's... I think it's Wycombe. Walter. It's Walter? Yeah. Walt? It's Warren. Oh, like Elizabeth. Very cool. Very oh, nice sure. Guy. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, it's not Walter? <laughs> George oh, Warren. Hot damn. Hot, hot damn. I thought it was Walter. <laughs> well, anyways, the JWC's on tonight. JWC, big dubs. Thanks for joining us, Jeff. Absolutely. Did you watch any of the soccer games this weekend? I watched a significant amount of the soccer games. I watched, I'll say that I watched more soccer games than I watched American football games. Okay, that's good to hear. Out of the number of games this weekend, how many did you watch? Four, five? I'm going to be honest, I watched probably four. Full games. Yeah, I watched full games. That's dedication. A full games definitely only uh, leads. That was a tough one. That was a rough one. If you're a Leeds fan, I guess. You watched the Spurs game, right? I watched the entirety of the Spurs game. Did you and watch I watched the, the entirety. The snooze, uh, ga- the snooze fest. Jeff called this, by the way. On the last pod, he said that the Man United <sighs> Arsenal game was going to be a snooze fest. And I oh yeah, that. I watched that one too. It was oh, a deep snooze. That was a big time snoozer. Yeah, 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 yeah. Deep snoozer. It's terrible. All right, with that, let's go right in. Let's just start with Friday's game, Wolves-Crystal Palace. Wolves continue to look good. Continue to have the best start I think they've had ever in the Prem. Is that right? Just keeping on rolling. Just rolling on, rolling on up. And they're, per- they're doing pretty well on the table. I mean, they were top six or seven last year all the way even through the restart. So I think they're going to continue to be competitive throughout this year. I don't really see them, especially with all the other shambles that's going on in the league. What do you think, Cronin? Wolves? Yeah, I like Wolves. But Traore, what do you think about his arms? That dude's arms, this he looks like a... Is that a guy? That's supposed to be, like, supposed to be a muscleman? Yeah. A muscleman. That's like a, mu- that's like a muscleman. Yeah, that's a muscleman sound. Was that like, muscleman he sounds, Savage? Like, yeah. He sounds big. He's looking big. He's looking buff. He got like a 75 <laughs> on his FIFA ranking, and I saw the video. He's like, what do you mean? Look at me. I think that was yeah. last season doesn't matter when if that since he's been 16 he's been looking ripped yeah he doesn't do he, i saw a quote that says that says he, do, he doesn't do weights he doesn't do weight no weights that's just natural that's just yoga and meditation everyone it's just natural baby saturday he's ripped games games were, games happened on saturday games happened on saturday manchester city beat sheffield they probably should have scored a lot more goals Sheffield oh, probably should have had a goal or two. Did you see this one, Cronin? This was early on Saturday. I watched a little of this one. Ugh, I don't know. I snooze think fest. It was a, definitely a snooze fest, and I thought Man City should have had a couple more. And I think when they've got fucking KDB out there, much better. Totally different team. It's a much. They look so team. much better. They look way better. 
Still kind of missing something up front. A little je ne sais quoi. A little... A little... It's not great. Uh, Jesus. Je ne... A little... Jesus. Yeah. A little... Jesus. <laughs> Jesus. Jesus. And uh, I guess Cuneguero and Gabriel Jesus are not going to be fit enough for this weekend. So that's a concern for them. We'll talk about that maybe later. We'll talk about that in the preview. Man City, still a little flat, a little uninspired. Man City's defense looked really bad. I wasn't able to catch this game live, but I watched the highlights. And if you watch the highlights, the second half is about 70% Sheffield United getting in behind, just not being able to put the ball in the net. That is very ominous for City moving forward. Their back line, like many people's back line, looks like six sixes and sevens. what i said about this game was when you have kyle walker scoring the game winning goal and the only goal you're in real trouble offensively only, yeah from outside the box from outside the box kyle walker is <laughs> he's less than he's past his apex let's put it that way you think he's past his apex yeah oh yeah interesting hmm. i don't think he is he's not rising in the he's not he's getting rising better he's getting better i think the key to that team is garcia and laporte Walker is actually getting better because I think he's actually realizing that if he plays just as much with his mind, like reading the game before it happens, and then he uses the fact that he's one of the fastest guys in the Prem, he'll be a phenomenal defender. It's not Garcia, it's Diaz, sorry. Yeah, Ruben Diaz. Diaz and Laporte. When they they have, have to be kind of clicking better in the back. Yeah, when they, when they have those two in the back, it'll be better. It was just, if you go, if you didn't see the game, just go watch the highlights. NBC does a great job with highlights. 80% of the highlights is just Sheffield like dribbling or just, you know, one-twoing in behind City. And he just looked exposed. Mm. Better teams will take advantage of that. Better teams will have a guy who's going to finish. A guy like Timo Werner. Mm. Chelsea, oh. three. Burnley, zero. <laughs> wow. Do you like that, Cronin? That was great. You like that? Love it. It's a good transition. That was good a great stuff. transition. Good stuff. Nice. But I think the the worst part about this game was that before the game even started, Captain America pulled up with a hamstring. Felt a little something. Oh yeah, it was a bummer. Felt a twinge in a his hammy. Twinge in his hammy. <laughs> it was hard to see. I think it's the the one he hurt. You think it's the one he hurt? I actually haven't even. I, I think I it's the same one. I don't think he was ever 100 percent fit. I think that's the problem. Oh. He, he was, was probably like, it feels fine. I can play. Because he's already played a couple times, but like he I had know. this weird little stutter step in the warm up, and he clearly, you know, tightened his muscle, and it just gave out. It wasn't strong like it needed. It was only one start though. It was the other game he came in off the bench, right? Or was it two starts and he came off the bench? I think he had one start and he came off the bench twice. One in okay. Champs League, one in the league. But either way, he's gotten sufficient amount of time, the level playing, and it's just kind of like, what is this? So that's not good. It's not good for Chelsea. Chelsea, but what was can good. weather it, but. Ziyech got a goal. Ziyech looks good. Ziyech is looking like the player that we got, which is great. Whenever Havertz, though? Yeah. Havertz has to be having a goal and assist a game, or he's just bumming me out. 8 million. <laughs> yeah, Jeff and I are... <laughs> a lot of money. A lot of money going on there. Corona, would, Ferner, would, though. Would, would Jeff and I watch a game sure. now? We don't even use people's names. We just say how much. We just say eighty-eight part. million. Give it to thirty million. <laughs> just Give the it money. To Twenty-five million. Yeah, and it just kind of really accentuates how much money is out there on the field and the players. You're like, wow, really? Okay. But they won. They 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 smacked Burnley down. They smacked them. <laughs> they smacked them down. I was very happy. Uh, Chilwell, and Chilwell early on was like in the box a bunch of times, and I was very surprised because he's on my fantasy team and i was like "Ooh, spicy what's happening here is he on your what's fantasy team here? too jeff oh yeah he is yeah right. he's on all of ours chill chill Weezy's a good pick because he'll score Ooh, some goals yeah I, yeah i think i gave uh cronin the tip on that one 
I know yeah, absolutely. That we're and not- also, he kind of looks like a character from a James Bond movie. He like does. He should be like in a character hair. in a James. Yeah. Like he's got an. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Handsome, he he looks like man. a European villain fuckboy from a Bond movie. <laughs> That's a hot take. We also just made the pod explicit. <laughs> yeah, now I have to check the explicit button. Now Jeff has to button. check the explicit button or beat me out. <laughs> oh, I could just delete you, I suppose. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> like every just other beep. pod. I just, exactly. No, I just delete whole scores. Whole of, sco- I'm just of talking for audio. 30 minutes about something. <laughs> Anyways, I will say it's interesting that we all have Chihuahua on our fantasy. I know we're not talking about fantasy now. I took Pulisic off my fantasy because I've now started Pulisic on my fantasy four weeks throughout the first seven weeks as captain. Which is the reason why my fantasy is so bad. Because <laughs> I'm not like tripling the points because he's not even playing. So I'm yeah, taking him off bad. and replacing him with ZH. We'll see if that works. Oh, I have ZH too. You, do you have ZH, Cronin? No. Okay, good. If everyone has the same players, then we're all just incrementally going to move up the same and I'm always going to be down in the pits. What do you think about the Liverpool-West Ham game? What do I think about the Liverpool-West Ham game? I thought it was kind of boring. I think Bobby Firmino looks like he's going to be riding the pine pony. And they got to bring in Jota because it's just getting out of control. When that guy gets on the field, he makes a big difference. He scored two goals. One of them got taken away. Scored the winning goal. They just looked they looked pretty good going forward. In the back, me, it's all right. West Ham doesn't really have what they needed that game to kind of test Liverpool's back because Antonio was hurt. We literally watched Gomez get the ball. Oh, my God, Gomez. And just boot it to no one <laughs> in the corner of the field. Like there was a player making a run, but nobody was there. He's so bad. It was like a glitch in FIFA where you're like your controller froze. Yeah. And you like just smashed the, the square button and it like shot like <laughs> way up the field. And you're like, wait, what? Cronin, did you catch this game? Uh, I watched a little, but yeah, it definitely was clear that Jota was a much better player on the on the field for sure and made a huge difference. Firmino looks, he just kind of stands around. Jota looks like a dynamic player. Like he's like trying to make something happen. And he does, obviously. Maybe like that's their thing, though. Like maybe he just like at the end of the game, everybody's tired. He comes in, and he's like, ah, and he's running around, and he like creates chances. But he's quality, so like I don't know why you wouldn't want him in the field all the whole time. They're two completely different players. Firmino's gonna lead the line, be in the middle, get the ball with his back to goal. Jota's gonna give the ball, make a run off that, and get the ball later, either off a third man or just directly. So Jota just looks the difference, and I don't know when they. I don't know why he wouldn't start the next game. And I also love Jordan Shakiri and he got some play and they they combined for the last goal. Jordan had this nice little tucked inside ball to Jota who got it and scored easily near post. I wonder if he's going to give Jordan Shakiri more time as well cuz he's like most other teams I think on like the bottom half of the teams in the league he starts every game. He's a he's a baller. That so dude's, that dude's a baller. Liverpool has Atlanta tomorrow in the Champions League, which isn't an easy opponent. Atlanta's fairly good. I'll be interested to see who they throw out there. Because that will kind of decide who starts up front on Sunday because they're playing City. They're playing City Sunday? They're playing City Sunday. I'll be interested to see what they do. I know Jota will get a significant amount of minutes both games. I just don't know. If he starts uh, Wednesday, will he then start Sunday or come off the bench Sunday, you know? Liverpool won. I think they've won their first two Champions League games. So they're not like in dire need to get points on this. So it will be interesting to see how Klopp balances that. Next game. Aston Villa, Southampton, this was like a shootout. This this was an out-of-control game. This is where English class, shout-out Cronin's fantasy team. Did you see that goal that Ings had? World-class. And, I mean, James Ward-Prowse just firing missiles. 
Yep. Literal, literal missiles. On two set pieces. Woo! Did you see the first one, though? Oh, my, oh my God. Okay, so yeah. Villa sets up the wall, right? And it's like some other guy, some guys. And Mings is standing in the middle of it. And Mings, the, the ball literally goes over Mings's head, and he doesn't move. He stays planted to the ground. He doesn't even jump. All the other players jump. Mings doesn't jump. The ball goes over his head. Goal. I'm like, Mings, what are you doing, buddy? Oh, it's brutal. But, I mean, it was a crazy good shot, so. But then he did the same, like basically the same spot. Yeah, same thing. Right, just rifled it again. In. I'm surprised that Martinez didn't cheat more. He's like, well, that just worked. I'm sure he is gonna try. I'm surprised he didn't cheat more to that side, right? Anticipating and just say, okay, if you want to score up here, try this, but stand more centrally in the goal rather than be more on the left and push the wall to his right. Because James Ward Prowse is like, okay, just have to do the same thing again and I'll score. And he did. It was phenomenal. And the assist he had. First goal, yeah. And the first goal was phenomenal because when you take the best crosses are when you act like they're shots. So you really whip it in with a lot of pace. And that, that first cross was just phenomenal. It was actually probably it was actually just as well hit as the free kicks because the ball was moving and he was hitting a moving target. It yeah. was he I mean Happy birthday. It was his birthday too. It was his birthday. It was his birthday, yeah. How old is he? Twenty six? Eighteen. Twenty four. No, he's been on Southampton for ten. <laughs> <laughs> Cronin, Jeff's like angry. He's like, guys, I got the stat. I got the stat right here. He's, he's been on Southampton for 10 years, guys. So he's like 26, 28, something like that. He looked, I mean, he looked good. Southampton looked good. They also kind of threw it in the face of Villa, who have been looking very good as of the first seven games. It's tough to see now, but I will say about Villa, they were down four goals and got three back with like 20 minutes left. That's a team that's not going to stop fighting. They also score a lot of goals. Villages like scoring goals. Yes, they let in a lot of goals, but three of those goals, yeah. They were up four with 30 minutes to play, and they let in those three goals. Yeah. And two of them were in stoppage time. Grealish scored. He's on my fantasy team. Grealish had a nice near post. He opened up his hips, and you know everyone thinks he's going to curl it back post. He just banged it near post. It was nice. Perfect. Newcastle uh, Everton, the sham, Jeff? Your sham? Hashtag sham? I called Jeff. And I said, sham. Straight sham. 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 Straight sham. 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 Is that a take from God where she's like walking down oh, the street I guess, naked? I, I, I wasn't trying to make it. Is but there a meme where like, you know, shame, Cersei's shame. walking down yeah, yeah. <laughs> and she's got an Everton jersey <laughs> and they're like, sham, sham, sham. Oh, that's a great. <laughs> an jersey. That's a great meme. I saw a t- tweet. It was like, at least we won. No, it was like, no one will ever take away. September 2020 champions from us. <laughs> September 2020 <laughs> just champions. The, just the month. Just, just yeah, the month. They, you, exactly. You won just the month. month. Congrats. <laughs> I mean, you got to hand it to Callum Wilson. That's all. Callum I mean, Wilson looked good. Class. I mean, on the counterattack, he I, just smoked. I didn't think that, that first. That I, didn't, I didn't think the PK was a PK, though. I have to. I watched it like multiple times. I was like, that's not a PK, my guy. Hmm. But I, know, I don't even know what a PK is anymore. VAR just tells me. Yeah, VAR's VAR's like a god. It's like a deity. Tells me what to believe. All right, let's move on to the snooze fest. The snooze fest. That is, we won't talk about the game because that was <laughs> pure sleep. If you take want to take a nap, that can, was can a perfect. Can you imagine game. if you're you're an, you're an Arsenal fan and you're in England and you pay the fifteen quid so you can watch this on pay per view, or excuse me, if you're a United fan and you paid the fifteen quid to watch your team lose one nothing to Arsenal at home at home, <laughs> first time it's happened <laughs> in like fifteen years or something. Two thousand six. Ooh. 
first Arsenal win at Old Trafford since 2006. The statistician over here, I like it. We, we need that just, more. We need that more. We might just keep you on for just, that. Yeah, keep you around. But I'm going to give you a button, though. A button? Okay. Yeah, like whenever he wants to talk, I'm going to press a button. So yeah. I can easily just <laughs> let the button off. And he, even if he's talking, <laughs> we won't hear him. I like that. You like that? It's got to be like a really big button, so it's kind of obnoxious. Yeah, it'd be, it'd be like the. It just says Cronin. You can see it, and they go. go it's got to be like the golden beep, buzzer beep. in like America's Got Talent, where like confetti beep. falls, but no one sees that except us. Because <laughs> they're on camera. Exactly. Snooze fest. The biggest problem with United is they're garbage. They're garbage. <laughs> team. The biggest terrible. problem with United is they're, they're garbage. That's a rough assessment. <laughs> the biggest problem with United. So my friend Damien, who's now a Tottenham fan, who became a Tottenham fan recently, he like declared his Tottenham fandom, fandomship or whatever you'd say. He asked me. He said, "Wait." He said, "He said, hey, like, why is Manchester United so shit?" I was like, "Well, there's a lot of reasons, but here's one of the biggest reasons." They bought three players this offseason that they didn't need to buy in positions they didn't need to reassure. Van de Beek, Pine, Pony. Dolly does. Cavani, the dude's like 90. He's like Tiago Silva, but he has to <laughs> score goals. Tiago just has to kick them out. And then they bought Jordan Henderson, Pine, Pony. He's playing Candy Crush for no freaking reason. Yep. So I said, that's one of the reasons. Then the other reason is their midfield, their two central defenders, Lindelof and Maguire, Lugs. And then the people that sit in front of them, the cent- their central players are just dog shit compared to everyone else's central players. They don't seem to have a, like a, an schema, like a, a, game, a game plan. They just kind of go out there and they're like, they're reactive. United have been reactive the entire season. And as you said, if it wasn't for Bar- VAR and the uh, Brighton Hove, they'd be two points less. And they're already only two points away from relegation right now. Shocker. Ole Gunnar Solskjaer wants to make everybody feel good about themselves and he plays all these players like Pogba and Fernandez when he's not even playing well and maybe Fernandez does deserve to play you know he's he is a good player but when he's not doing anything out there why are you not putting Van de Beek out you know why are you not playing Juan Mata why are you not playing Juan Mata who's class who can actually pass the ball I mean like, I think a midfield of Matic holding Mata a little bit in front and Van de Beek in front of that right now is just as good as what they've been playing with which is Fred Pogba and Fernandez. Pogba is absolute dog shit right now. Pogba, John Scheimer texts me. He's like, he's the most overrated player of our generation. He's not only. I think he's close to being right. I think he did nothing. He's not only overrated. He's a liability because he doesn't know how to defend, and they he's somehow dropping back and playing some weird defensive midfielder, and he gets in the box and he has a brain fart and gives up that foul. Yeah, yeah, and he and they lose the game. He was like, oh, I was out of breath. I wasn't thinking. Which, like, yeah, we know you're out of shape. We see it. The first thing you do when you're out of shape is you dribble, and he does that too much. He takes one or too many touches all the time when he just needs to play one touch and move. And, and when he, he does move. do that, he's phenomenal. When he, he plays one move. touch and moves into space, he's great. I mean, they have so much money in that field. They should beat teams like Newcastle. There's no ab- there's absolutely no reason. That's embarrassing. That's just, you know, you'd rather see them win and the beat the bad teams, you know, when you have a team who can't defend can't score goals it's fine if you can't defend if you're putting up three four goals a game right like city last year like whatever you know but (laughs) when you're dog shit on defense and you're dog shit on offense you have a relegation semi relegation team and that's what they're flirting with right now (laughs) it's not good it's not good and the thing is if you fire ole and you bring in pochettino which people are saying could happen there's not like a lot of magic he can do. You can't make better cookies with that recipe if it's dog shit in the recipe. I just don't know. But maybe it is. Like, 
Maybe under a different coach, those players would all of a sudden excel. I just don't know. I think Roy Keane like um, summed it up on Sky Sports, and he was, he's like, these players don't care about playing at Old Trafford against Arsenal. There's no like context. It doesn't seem like there's any context for them. They're not getting up to play for that game. There's maybe because the fans aren't there. Maybe it's because they haven't been around in the system long enough. But there's no like players like Giggs and Skulls and uh, Ronaldo when he was there that like are like pillars of the club and like stand for something with that club they they just seem just kind of like warm bodies out there you know and they're just kind of going through the motions collecting a paycheck they don't care about being manchester united guys and so that's pretty harsh i I thought that critique was pretty harsh but it does seem that way when they're out in the field is that they don't (laughs) they're just like whatever yeah and then they play well in europe like they play well last week and then they show up to this game and they look like we're just Gonna run around like, yeah. They win back to back Champions League games. It seems they, very strange. They beat PSG. They beat PSG. Yeah, in Paris, like a good, a solid side, and then they come back and they look like dog shit. Like they, they look like they were playing for a tie. That's what they look like. They, it looked like a yeah, charity match, around. but they don't like the charity. <laughs> they're just kind of trying. Real around. weird. Trying <laughs> around. Yeah. They're like, oh, we don't care about abandoned street dogs, whatever. Like, who cares? <laughs> <laughs> Tottenham, uh, Brighton, Hove. I feel like both of you were excited by this. Seeing Bale's score was nostalgic phenomenal. for sure. It was phenomenal. Uh, I watched. I watched the game, the end of the game, and at my parents' house in the bathroom. <laughs> because Crone and I, I FaceTime him, and he and he's. I can tell he's sitting on the toilet, and I'm like, uh. What you doing, guy? And then Nora comes in, his three-year-old. He's oh like, God. get out of here. Get out of here. Get out of, here. Get out of the doors. Get out of here. I'm trying to watch like the last He's five minutes. He's trying to like squeeze in the last little bit of the game. Because <laughs> <laughs> like it was d- kind of close to dinner time, or at least like Sunday dinner. and Kind of close. It was Sunday dinner. It was Sunday dinner. It was the dinner. middle of Sunday dinner, and I was like trying to watch the game, and my, my <laughs> Jen's just scowling at me. <laughs> and Bale scores. Yeah. I'm like, ah! I'm yes! like screaming. And uh, she's just like, she's like, I apologize. My husband is, I, I can't. I, just, I don't know. We're getting a divorce. <laughs> We're getting it. It's, it's in the prenups. <laughs> you cannot have a soccer podcast in the stu- in, in in the basement. <laughs> <laughs> I thought Spurs didn't look particularly good. Like they didn't play very well. The first 20 minutes they played great, up to when they got that. The penalty, King got a penalty and scored, which was a ticky-tacky kind of play. He was looking for a foul, and he just happened to be standing on the line of the box. So that was fortunate. So they went up one nothing. I don't think they deserved to be down, or I don't think Brighton had more than like one or two shots on goal the whole game. So they were up one nothing, And then the second half, they didn't really have any possession up until, I would say, when LaCelso came in. Jeff, what do you think about that? Probably when they made the subs for Bale and LaCelso? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, they didn't look great. They didn't have even have They didn't possession. look great at any time. Yeah, for sure. Once Bale came on and Lo Celso came in for Ndombele, I thought they looked a little bit better, more on the and then Lamella had a shot that hit off the post, right? Right before Bale scored. And then because Lamella came out for Bale. Bale scored in a header from across from Regulon and that was that. That was the game. Yeah. I feel like they they totally go through Regulon and uh Forbier. Yeah, you have your. When they're going through them, they look great, and they can get the ball off the field super fast. And 
when they go through those two guys, they look fantastic on either side. Yeah, I thought it was really interesting. There was an analysis done by one of the Spurs reporters who basically only covers Spurs that the big shift from Spurs was that they didn't expect to get Regulon from Real. It kind of was like a last-minute thing. And their plan at the beginning was to use Doherty as like an attacking winger playing out of the, the de- defense on the right-hand side. Well, what's happened is Regulon's better than Doherty. I mean, like, clearly a better attacking player than Doherty. Just qu- a little yeah. quicker, a little better crosser. Now Doherty's having to relearn how to play <laughs> right right back because they're not going to have two guys flying up the field, right? They're going to have everybody shift over, and, and, you know, if Regulon's making a run, Doherty's going to have to cover. So that's a little bit, I think, a little bit of a challenge, and I think a, lo- a lot of Spurs fans are going to have to adjust their – what they expect out of Doherty because Doherty, that's what Doherty did at Wolves. And that's kind of why they bought him is they thought he was going to be a better Serge Aurier. And he actually is a better Serge Aurier in the, in the long run. I think he's actually a better defender too. He doesn't make stupid challenges and get fo- and draw fouls. As the season goes on, I think we're going to see Doherty play. I mean, he'll still make the occasional run. Regulon's going to be the guy. Regulon's going to be the guy whipping balls in. I think him and B- Bale, because they already played together at Real, they're going to play well together. I think, you know, once we have Bale, Kane, Son all firing with Ndombele fit, that's going to be the ticket. If they're all firing, that's scary. The top teams in the Premier League right now have some big top threes. If you have Kane, Son, and Bale all firing, that's scary. If you have Salah, Mane, and Firmino all firing, that's super scary. If you have Pulisic, Werner, and Ziyech all firing, that's really scary. Yeah. There's like going to be a lot of goals this season, barring injuries, obviously. But that Tottenham top three could be the best of those three right now in form. That that's like an easy argument. I mean, what do you think about Sun though? I think he had like kind of an off day, Jeff. What do you think? No, yeah, I don't think they figured it out yet. I don't think they figured out that top three yet for sure, because I don't think. I think yeah, the potential for Sun there is huge, but no, I don't think they've. I don't think they figured it out yet. Well, I think I think the key is Bale getting fit. So, yeah. Oh, yeah, and that too. Yeah, I think it's great that he scored that goal. I think that's great. Huge confidence builder. The other thing about Son and Regulon is like I don't think that Son Regulon definitely took a, a, a the lead in that game. I think he he kind of shined in that game from an attacking standpoint. And maybe when Regulon's flying down the left hand side, Son doesn't know what to do because he plays in the left. Son then has to drop back a little bit and he has to play uh, a support role for Regulon when if he's flying up the field and he's going to make a cross. Maybe Sun's expecting uh, a one-two ball. Maybe So maybe Sun's like kind of adjusting to that. Maybe they'll figure out how to like better link those two up. Because I think that when it's, you know, it's coming from the middle, from Ndombele or from Lo Celso to Kane or Lamella, and then they play off one another from the middle, I think Sun and Kane and Lamella have that figured out. Not figured out, but they make that work, and they've made that work in the past. I think Regulon's a new addition to that attack that they're gonna they're gonna figure out, and that you can see how how it can it can benefit them. It gives them an e- extra layer of danger when you have a guy who can put in quality crosses like that. So, yeah, I thought it was a good I thought it was a good win only because they were clearly the better team. Like on paper, they didn't play their best, and they still came out with a two one win over a team that has one of the best attacking defenders, Lamptey, in, in the league. I think. That kid's going to be a, like really good. 
you know, in a couple of years, if, we, if, if not this year. So I thought the goal he scored was fortunate because Hoybier got fouled in the box right before that. They went and looked at VAR. VAR, um, VAR told the ref to go look at it. He didn't think it was a foul. I think he didn't want to admit he was wrong. That's that's how it goes. So, yeah, that's all I got in Spurs. They play on Thursday, Europa. Next game, Fulham, <laughs> West Brom. <laughs> Fulham got off the train, the direct train to the championship. They're still pretty close to being, like, first-class tickets. But they beat West Brom. This was a total wooden spoon game. They played it earlier today. I wasn't able to catch any of it because it was, like, right midday. But good for Fulham to pick up all three points. It's the kind of game where you need to pick up three points. I said that if they didn't pick up three points, I think I thought they're you know someone was going to get sacked over there because then they were just going to be one they like point. Scott Parker, Scotty Parker, Scotty Parker. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I I didn't watch any of this game. Yeah, either. there was one goal that was like a worldly six shot. Really, I didn't. Yeah, I didn't from right inside the box. Fulham looked better. West Brom's not good. West neither, Brom's but not neither good. is Fulham. So. West Brom's not good. I was glad to see one of the teams get three points, though. Me too. It would have been way worse if just like they both if they both got a point. Ugh. West Brom tied Chelsea. Anyways, Leeds Leicester next game. <laughs> this was I both your side chicks. Actually, Cronin, is this your main chick? Is this is Leeds your team? Loving Leeds, loving Leeds. Uh, yeah, this is rough. Didn't look great. Didn't it? Didn't look first good. First half. They no. Mm. Well, actually, not at Carter, all. You want to share the story about how you ordered your jersey and it went to Brighton? Oh yeah. Oh, that's a great story. So, ordered a jersey on September the twenty third. That's uh five five weeks ago. Five weeks ago, well over a month ago, probably wouldn't have been a problem except that it was being shipped to Brighton, where you currently which live, is where I. <laughs> where I currently live, and of course, there's a, obviously a Brighton in the UK. So far, this shipment has bounced around. This shipping service for the past two months bouncing around. You still, you still don't have it. Oh no! Oh god, no! Awesome. I called Leeds. I actually made an international call, <laughs> which is something I've never done before, which is exciting. Twenty twenty. I called twenty twenty. A time for growth. Making Jeff. moves. <laughs> You know, new discoveries, new adventures. So you you called. So I called Leeds. Our colonial fathers. <laughs> I called Leeds, and I talked to the very friendly people uh, at Leeds United, and they were very friendly. I said to them, I was like, you know, I ordered these jerseys, and I accidentally, you know, I fucked up the shipping address. <laughs> Did you whisper that too? <laughs> I fucked up the shipping Probably address. Probably not. I, I might have said it was, I might have said I messed up. <laughs> anyway, I messed up the shipping address. I meant to send it to Brighton. Massachusetts. Massachusetts. Not Brighton, UK. Commonly confused. So, of course, I think it would have been easy if I had sent it to, you know, Los Angeles, right? Or New York, right? New York or Atlanta, Los Angeles, yeah, Atlanta. There's a any place. There's a lot of places in the Commonwealth though that literally have English names. I mean, if you'd send oh, it to Cambridge, a, a ton. Reading, oh, a Reading, ton. Gloucester, a ton. like literally all the towns you, around here you are name all named after Ipswich. There's so all many, named, you know. So and it was really funny because the guy he was like, oh my god, he was like, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry, Mr. Cron, I'm so sorry. I'm so, so sorry about this, Mr. Cronin. So sorry. We're going to get this. We're going to fix this issue. So sorry, Mr. Cronin. We're going to. So sorry. And I was like, I mean, it's my fault. Like, <laughs> I was the one that fucked this up. Like, it's not you. Like, 
You can feel as sorry as you want, but, you know, I was the one that, it was me. That I screwed the address Did up. Did you order not a you. specific player jersey or just a classic Leeds jersey? Oh, no. Just a generic jersey. No. Maybe uh, maybe you can call back to that nice sales rep and see if they can throw in a Bielsa oh. bucket oh, <laughs> for, your, for your troubles. <laughs> I don't know if that was like a joke that they were selling the Bielsa bucket, but they did have that on the website at one point. Oh, holy shit. But anyways. Christmas, Hanukkah, and Kwanzaa are coming. For the record, I bought some gear from the Tottenham web store and got it in two weeks. Ten days. Maybe even two weeks. Ten days. I have zero confidence that this is ever going to make it to me <laughs> at this point, to be quite honest. I've, I called Leeds. Call I called the store. I, call, I didn't call Bielsa, but... The best part is you Anyways, have a tracking it, number and you fo- and you tried to follow oh, yeah. it and it's yeah, not. It's it's like in Ukraine. It just right keeps now. bouncing around this yeah. shipping service. I'm sure some guy who works so. for Hermes or whatever that shipping service is is just wearing those jerseys now. <laughs> yeah, he's like, yeah. So the shipping service is called Hermes in the it's UK, like the and it's just DHL of the yeah, the yeah, UK. the DHL of the absolutely. Yeah. it's just bouncing around. So anyway. well, Leeds lost four to one. So that was rough. Yeah, that was rough. What stuff. I thought about it was interesting. Was they had like the majority of possession they just Lester was just like oh we'll just counter Jamie Vardy looked like the best player in the Premier League in this game set up especially on the counter yeah he set up they look so dangerous on the counter phenomenal just phenomenal yeah I was like are they really this good damn it his movement off the ball on the header I believe it was that got saved and then somebody else knocked it in was just phenomenal go watch that he takes the guy back post and then in one second runs near post and gets his head at like the you know he threw the defender for a loop. It's like classic on how you drag a defender out to create space at the near post. He looked real good. He's not is he on your fantasy? Absolutely crime? no. He's a guy I'm thinking about picking up. No yeah, comment. His value just increased like two million today. I don't care. Okay, spend money. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk a little bit about next week's games. Just a little. Just a little bit. All right. All right. Brighton Hove Burnley. Corona. Who do you think is gonna win? Brighton Hove, of course. Burnley looks like dog shit. They are a championship team. They are a championship playing in the side with a couple players that are in the Prem. They look and terrible. I'm going 3-1. Sean Dyke, though. Ooh. R.A.P. Sean Dyke. Yeah, we'll go 2-0. I like it. Southampton, Newcastle. Ooh. Southampton, 100%. Southampton, English class. Oh, absolutely. I'm going Southampton. English class. I love it. James Ward Prowse firing missiles. <laughs> Woo! Laser beams. Missiles. Look at that. Ay, 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 ay. Everton, Manchester Rocket United. Ooh. What do you think, Ronan? Charleston's still suspended, no. by the way. God. Okay. Suspended for life. No, okay. So I think. Uh, mm, draw. Draw. I agree. Okay. I'll agree with a draw. No. 1 1. Everton are winning this game. It's I don't really I hope Everton win the game because I, I don't think they're going to have a Charleston. I hope, I hope they do. I, they're not going to have a Charleston. But I just feel like. I don't think they're gonna have Dignay, and I think no, they have Dignay. He got he got one game less, so this is will be his last game. I thought he got only one game. I thought he got one game less from the three. Oh, he may he may or may not play. Hamez is also questionable. So without those three, it's like oh, he's me. hurt. Hamez got hurt. He's got he's got a little muscle injury or something. So a knock. I will say that in their last game when they lost to Newcastle, I did not know this, but I was listening to Timmy Howard. He was saying Pickford got benched. Yes, Pittsburgh didn't play. He he got benched and then they lose. I wonder if he'll play in this game. He's I'm going hoping to be, he plays. He's in going this to game. because. Um, Ancelotti said that he's like, oh yeah, you know, we have two goalkeepers, one's good, they're both good. Well, I play, I said Pickford, I play the other one. I'm like, what? 
How does that work? It was you a weird thing. Like, it was a weird. Co- it was a weird thing to say because like goalies thrive on confidence and like building and like playing and because they're not like running around, so they can play. Yeah, because that's what they were like. Oh, is this load management? And Timmy Howard said, as as you should have, goalies don't need rest. Like yeah, <laughs> barring some injury that they. Need right, to they don't get tired. Yeah, I mean yeah, the, being a goalie is super stressful because for ninety minutes. You could be doing nothing, but for 10 seconds, you need to be doing something. And if you don't do that thing, you could cause your team the game. So right. it's more mentally taxing, but not physically. So I'm interested to see a pick replaced. I hope he plays. I don't know, though. It's it's weird. I don't know why Ancelotti didn't play him against Newcastle. I wonder if he's got some pushback on that from like higher-ups in, in Everton. Because they were looking – I mean, they're still third in the table, I think. So that's awesome. Crystal Palace, Leeds United, Zaha's boys versus the Bielsa Bucket. We got Leeds. Yeah. Leeds come back. Hattrick Bamford comes back. Okay. Hattrick Bamford's coming back. He's coming back. He only scores hattricks when he scores. Confidence. The boys are back in town. The boys are back in town. Bamford comes back. Oh, Patrick Bamford's going to come back in the Chelsea game, too. That's how good he is. Chelsea, Sheffield, I think Chelsea's going to win this game. Chelsea need to win this game. This is a banana peel, though. Absolutely. The best part about this past week, Jarrett sent me an IGTV or just an Instagram post, and it was like Mendy doing warm-ups, right? Or Mendy doing drills. Mendy's phenomenal, by the way. I'll share this with you. Mendy's phenomenal, by the way. Best signing they've made in a long time. Five clean sheets. Sure. The best part was like you saw Mendy doing all these skills work, and he's like looking. But in the background, you see Peter Cech. In oh my God. fully kit, like full kit, like training, training like kit. He's training. He's training. He's wearing his. He's got his helmet. He's got his helmet on. He's actually a goalie on this team. <laughs> you can't see it, but Cronin is literally bah. dancing. Is that his drill bah. that he's doing? What is that? Is Whoa, that, yeah. Is that Peter saving, saving goals? Yeah, that's Peter, uh, that's Peter Cech saving goals. Oh. <laughs> oh, my God. Look at all those goals. He <laughs> saved. So it's ridiculous. Chelsea has five goalies signed to their 25-man roster. One of them is a 38-year-old who played professional hockey after leaving Arsenal. And one of them is the highest paid, the highest transfer of any goalie in all time, who's, who's number oh, five. Oh, he's so good. He's also not playing at all. Like, I didn't even see it. Like, they they panned to, like, Mendy was doing a little run. And you saw, like, another backup junior goalie. No sign of Kepa. Dude, Kepa <laughs> no Kepa might be Kepa. washing Kepa's washing in Spain right now. He's in. He's not. He's, he's not. Cobham just watching jerseys. Yeah. What a guy. <laughs> West Ham Fulham? I think. No, Fulham's not scoring any goals. Let's be real. Even though they just scored two. Against West Brom. Against Scrubs. West Ham's better than Fulham. West Ham, West Ham should win this game, I think. Hammers. I agree. Hammers. I agree. Much like hammers. Hammers. Hammers Ham. Is, it, is that Hammers or is that like Hammers Wakanda? Ham. I, I hammers think it's is the X, but it's also Wakanda. It's also X-Men. Hammers Ham. <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't Ooh, know if they do that. This is a uh, banana peel for you on Sunday morning. West Brom, Tottenham. Europa League needs to go well because... <laughs> Jose, I mean, they lost. I think it's going to go well. They lost to Royal Antwerp. You start a sentence with Europa League needs to go well. That was brutal. Well, they no, because it has an impact on the Premier League game because (laughs) they played so bad against Royal Antwerp that he left Delhi, Vinicius, who else? Aurier. He left a bunch of guys just straight off the team. (laughs) Oh, yeah. It was a real, it was like a rage substitute. Yeah. And so, like, 
they taking five off. They need to get they need to get some confidence back. They need to go out against West Brom with like they should be able to be able to beat West Brom with scrubs, not scrubs, but like A and B team combined. It doesn't have to be their top squad. I said the same about the Europa League. They should be able to do that with an A and B combined. Well, they beat it. I mean, I would say Brighton <laughs> is better than Royal Antwerp. Clearly, and not. Jose said the same. Clearly not. Jose said the same. Yeah. <laughs> All right. What do you think the score is going to be, Jeff? Oh, you want me to give a score for this? Yeah, I know it makes you uncomfortable. So, God, <laughs> three to nothing. Three to nothing. Corona, what do you think? Two. Uh, I'm going two zero. They don't, they're win. not going to get scored. I win for Tottenham. Yeah, yeah. I don't think. No, gonna, no, no, I don't no. think they're going to score. Tottenham is actually, and they'll score. They'll score yeah. against the team. So I think that that's they'll win the game. Yeah. Leicester City Wolves. Ooh, the Lobos. Uh, I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna go with a tie. I rarely like to say ties, but I think like a two-two tie. I think both teams are in form. Both teams are looking good. Yeah, with a tie, two-two. I agree. Cronin, do you concur? Sure. Huh. Absolutely. Wolves defense is good. Connor Cody's good. Connor Cody's great. Connor Cody's on my fantasy team. Leicester's got Vardy, so maybe they win. But May the Vardy factor the Vardy is factor. massive these and days. And that sub they made, Sengi's under. He's a he's a super sub right now. He comes he's in, he makes a difference. Good. Good. Manchester City, Liverpool. The marquee matchup of the weekend. Okay. On paper. Yes, on paper. Kind of. I mean, not looking at the table, really, because Man City is Who do you think wins this, though? Floating it's around kind of like the battle who cares less, just because I think Liverpool look meh going forward, but City's defense is meh. And then I say the exact same thing <laughs> about, about Liverpool's defense against City's offense. Do they both play tomorrow, or is it just Liverpool play tomorrow? City plays Wednesday. I'm not entirely sure about I don't the Champions know. League. So they I'm both trying to figure out who, who gets more rest. Yeah, I'm trying to think about who gets more rest if that really think, matters. Think about the advantages. I think it's, so at this the, is it's at the Etihad. Now I know you think that it doesn't matter, but I think City win this game. Fair. I just think that because I think City have to win this game. Whereas oh, they need the points more. They right? need the points more than Liverpool. They're at home. They last time they played, they beat their shit out of Liverpool five nothing. I think City are going to put on a clinic, and I think City are going to expose some real defensive flaws in Liverpool. Liverpool don't have a good center back. If they play a team with relatively good offense, they're going to get scored on. I also think I would also be much more confident in Manchester City if they had Jesus and Aguero for sure. There may be one of them maybe back. Jesus may be back. He may one of them may come on as a sub. Torres looked good. Yeah. He just didn't score goals. No. That's all. He just didn't score goals. He scored a goal in the Champions League. I think City. Corona, what do you think? City or Liverpool? Yeah, I want to say with the injuries. I want to say uh, City. Yeah. I just think City. It, I'm not feeling this. I'm not feeling this Liverpool team. Liverpool's going to. With the injuries that they have, right? With the people they have out right now, I, I think City. Yeah. If that's the team that they feel. If that's the team they feel. Mm. Arsenal Villa, Villa, Ooh. Villa, because the reason why is because Villa can score goals. They score a lot of goals. Like they, lot just, of goals. they just score goals. I don't think Arsenal can score goals. They can't score goals from open play. They, they really haven't scored a lot of goals from open play. They've got, they have nine goals this season. Set, set pieces, PKs. Crone, what do you think? I love my special boy Greenland. Yeah, I mean, in that loss, not great, but. Score some goals at the end. I think they can turn it around. They have a better offense than Arsenal right now. Right now. I'm not saying on paper. I'm not saying like what it's going to be at the end of the season. But Aubameyang isn't playing great. 
He's not like doesn't look dangerous no. out there. Lacazette is dog shit, in my opinion. No. And um, yeah, that's. I think that uh, Villa. I mean, they may give up a goal, but I think it's gonna be three one. Mm-hmm. I think Arteta's in trouble because just because you go out and you beat a dog shit Manchester United team doesn't mean that your <laughs> team is suddenly good. I think Party's gonna is a, is a good pickup for them. I think he. You do party, yeah. I feel like you've I been back party. and forth on the guy. No, I made I made one comment that there's a highlight video of him getting the ball, him giving the ball away. Okay, that's all I said. I like Party. I think no, he's Party's a good really good. He was man of the match. Uh, he was, and I think Party Regulon. I think these are undervalued, underrated trades that have happened. They're not like as flashy as a half. Party was like forty million. That's not undervalued. I think that's sorry, pretty. not undervalued. I mean underrated, like underrated, not on like, people's radar. Like they're right, not talking okay. about oh, who are the biggest trades? I think that Regulon and Party have a strong argument well there. the problem with regulon is the better he plays the more likely that real madrid's gonna initiate that buyback clause and Ooh. get him back mm. maybe jose will sabotage that somehow oh regulon there's some ice oh regulon slipped <laughs> out for six weeks out for six weeks he stays at the club forever <laughs> <laughs> we got him uh dave's picks so dave out of his last three weeks he's been five out of six and i won some dinero today with his pick which was nice so for next week, he has the Newcastle-Southampton game. You want to take the under two and a half goals, and that's plus 113. And then you want to go with the Arsenal-Aston Villa game over three goals, which I think totally makes sense because I think there will be more than three goals in that game. Total game. You know, is it three goals or, o- or more, or is it over three goals? Three goals or more. Okay. And I definitely think there will be three goals or more. The, the Newcastle-Southampton going under is an interesting one because – Southampton looks like they can score a lot of goals, but that's his pick, and he's been on <laughs> as of late. So that's Dave's picks. You want to look at a little... Oh, actually, it's time for Admiral Cronin's question. Cronin's question time! What? What's the question? Look, Manchester United look terrible in the Premier League. But they look great in Europe. Are they going to fire Ole Gunnar Solskjaer if they keep playing this well in Europe? Keep playing this terrible in the Prem? That's a good question because it's basically like what's more important for Manchester United's project? Yeah, what's more important? The Champions League slash European front or the Premier League? They need to just stay competitive in both, and right now they're not competitive in the Prem. And if he continues that, they're in trouble. Their next game is Everton. And I'm worried about United. If they lose that game, I'm pretty sure Solskjaer is gone, regardless of what happens in Europe, because they're getting so far down the table. And I know it's early and so much will happen. And United, after the restart last year, were the best team as far as points per game. But they're just getting so far away from the pack. And the pack is like seven or eight teams that are exceedingly competitive. And if you look at the table, if Chelsea win their game, Aston Villa win their game, Manchester City win their game, Tottenham win their game, and Everton win their game, you're going to have one through seven or one through eight all separated by a point or two. If United lose, United will be <coughs> almost two and a half games behind them. We've only then played seven games. I think the interesting... That's just way too far behind too early. Yeah, the interesting thing that you mentioned before is that, okay, you fire him, right? You bring in Pochettino, you bring in somebody from Italy or somebody from uh, Spain, right? Does the team get suddenly turn it around for another coach? I don't know. It's the players are the players. Like the players are the players. You can only do so much. Like you can yeah. literally only get so much out of a certain set of players. 
I do think he's not getting everything out of these players right now. I think Anthony Martial, I think they should have sold him after the last season. I was saying that. I think he had had his peak. He scored a bunch of goals and restart. He looked good. I think they should have gotten him off the books, brought in a, brought in a world-class striker. Rashford is not a world-class striker yet. He's been playing really well, but he's not a world-class striker yet. And to win the Premier League, I think you need a world-class striker. Do you think that maybe they spent way too much time and effort on Jaden Sancho? Yeah, I think they totally... I think their war room desires to get all these players flopped. They brought in Van de Beek. We've talked about how maybe they don't need him. They brought in Henderson, who's probably going to ride the pie pony because it's really weird to have two goalies and play them like every other game. Like you said... Goalies need to be playing every week. It's just how it works, especially in one competition. They brought in Enzo Cavani, which was just a desperation move because they got him for free. He doesn't fit in anything. And I think they spent way too much time definitely trying to get Jaden Sancho. He doesn't want to come over. I mean, I think this season, in the offseason, they're going to buy a big player. They're going to go out and get a Holland or an Mbappe or some some gun up front that they can bring in because they have to. They, they need 20 goals. Yeah, you, you you need a player who's going to score twenty goals. Show me a team who's won the champ who's, who's won the Premier League that hasn't had a guy who's in the running for the Golden Boot the entire season. Yeah, they need they and need I, a guy, and I'll they wait. need a reliable guy who's going to be able to score twenty goals. Doesn't matter. And like five six assists. Yeah, you, you need a you need a world class player. They just don't have that. Rashford, I think, can be that player. He has flashes of it. He has flashes of it, but I, I don't know. But Martial, me, Greenwood has actually looked not great. So to get back to Corona's question, because once again, I think it's another great question of potentially what's more important. I think the Premier League is actually more important for United because they have to know that there's no way that they can win the Champions League. But I think they're more likely to be uberly competitive in the Premier League like by making top four, which I think they could still do. But there's no way they're going to make the Champions League. Champions League is a way is a revenue stream right now for them. Yeah. To be able to buy players that will help them win more Premier League games, potentially win the Premier League down the line, but they're yeah. not, they're nowhere close right now. I think if they get out of the group stage, which I, I truly think they will get out of the group stage. I think they will. But I don't think they'll get out of the next round. I don't, I don't think they will either. And they definitely want to get out of the group stage so that way they don't get shoved into Europa and then have to play a longer European season that they maybe just don't care about. They want to get out of the group stage, ideally one, so they play a weaker team in the second round, in the, in the first knockout round. But... I don't know. I don't know. They have to start playing better on the Prem or always gone. And as we've talked about, I don't think there's a coach on the planet they could bring in that's going to jazz everything up. I mean, there are way more eyes domestically, I think, on the Prem. There's more games. And I think there's actually more money for these teams. And so I think there is, especially as this, this European Super League talk continues to heat up. And people are maybe going to start thinking about the Champions League as the premier club competition in the world. Good question, though. Great, great question. Let's look at fantasy because I think both of you guys are killing fantasy. Eh, Killing. I would say killing. I don't have my phone right now, so I can't. All right, I'll I'll review. Yeah, please. At the top, you still have Swiss cheese with uh, Stradley, Bandoleros, Rodney went up. Leogon FC, Eddie is now in third. Jeff is in fourth, tied for third with Leogon FC. Wait, Jeff? Jeff Ely, you, the bunkers. That's right, baby. That's right. <laughs> take some t- take some lessons from uh, fantasy expert. I got out of the relegation, and so you still have Graham in 18th, Warner Brothers in 17th, and FC Empanadas <laughs> in 16th. And Ingsless class went up all the way to 9th, and he's only four points behind 8th. 
So you guys are both killing the game. I'm tied for third. You're, Jeff's tied for third. How many points did I score this week? You had 61 points. I've been averaging, for the last couple of weeks, I've been averaging around 65 points. You've been killing the game. You've been taking notes. Woo! Taking notes. Taking notes. Well, Cronin, thank you for joining us. Absolutely. All right, signing off. Ciao. Ciao. Roy, what's your overriding feeling on, on Manchester United, having watched that? The home form's been poor, obviously. Look at the lack of energy, enthusiasm, really lack of quality. Not really concerned me in the second half, you know, and they were getting half-decent positions. They're obviously chasing the match, but no quality, no um, no composure. Um, some of the performances, really, really poor. Um, you know, Ali again, once again, he'd be scratching his head. We keep talking about, you know, after the Spurs game, the last few weeks, have they turned a corner? You know, it's the, it's the longest corner ever, you know, there's just... I'm just not convinced with these players. I, I go back to it. I, I, we, we all talk about characters, Manchester United. I just don't see enough of them today. I looked at Rashford closely today. He's had a load of plaudits over the last few months. I know he's still a young man, but his bodily language today was shocking, really shocking. You know, shrugging his shoulders when times weren't going his way. You roll your sleeves up in Man United. Things aren't going your way, and that's where you look at your leaders, your character. And I'm not, I don't, I, I'm going to say I don't see enough of them. I don't see any leaders out there. Well, Roy has always been outspoken, and I'm uh, I'm uh, very glad that we've got the players that we have here uh, with us. We're uh, and uh, that's we've got different jobs, and uh, uh, Roy's job is to uh, to give his opinion, and uh, I always always listen to Roy. But we uh, we move on here with uh, with a great group of players, strong group of players, and I'm sure we'll see uh, a response. What are you speaking about? being clever with that. He's not being clever. Eric Kane is there to score goals. He just wants to control the ball. He sees the ball in the air. He uses his body to protect. And Lallana was reckless. He made a mistake. He made a mistake, period. What are we speaking about? Speak about Liverpool. Speak about Man City. Speak about Man United. Speak about these this penalties that uh, you see the clever guy that comes somebody and blows and they are on the floor. Don't speak about Harry Kane. Thanks for listening to the Boys and Bolos podcast. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Patreon, Twitch, at Boys and Bolos. If you'd like to be a guest, please reach out. You can hit us on any of the social media accounts that Jeff just mentioned or email us directly at boysandbolos at gmail.com. Thanks for listening and see you next time.